Hi, I'm Fred Burton here today with uh, Emily Hawthorne, who's one of our Middle East and North Africa analysts, and uh, welcome to Stratfor's Essential Geopolitics. Thanks, Fred. What's going on in Algeria today, Emily? So we're at a really important moment for the North African country of Algeria right now. On December 12th, they had a presidential election. Um, this was the first election in uh, months after the government actually intended to hold the election. Uh, for 20 years, Algeria was led by longtime president Abdelaziz Bouteflika. He stepped down in April 2019 following a significant public protest movement. Um, and that public protest movement has really uh, been persistent in the streets, even past uh, the resignation of Bouteflika, demanding full political reform, widespread change, and end to corruption in the country. Um, and so they've been able to disrupt two planned election dates by the interim government. Uh, finally, uh, December 12th, they actually did manage to hold a presidential election. But the problem is a lot of those demonstrators, um, many of whom are part of this broad movement called the Hirak uh, opposition movement, uh, these people wanting change, many of them view this election as illegitimate. Mm. Uh, so this is a really critical moment for Algeria right now because they're trying to move from that two-decade Bouteflika era and move into uh, a period for a new government. But the interim government and the military behind them, they don't really want to change much. So uh, we're at this moment of a, of a real tug of war between op opposition and activists and uh, the government and the military on the other hand. Why should Algeria matter? Algeria, I think we don't think about it a lot uh, in North America in particular. Um, I think in Europe there's more of, of, a, of an understanding of why Algeria matters. Um, Algeria is the wealthiest country per capita in North Africa, but that comes from a significant dependence on energy exports. 95% mm -hmm. of its government revenue comes from energy exports, most of it natural gas. A lot and of multinationals? A lot of multinationals actually would be very interested in working with Algeria, but that's part of the reason why Algeria is so interesting and why this next year is really unique for Algeria. A lot of multinationals are not able to work with Algeria in the way that they want. Um, yes, Algeria is a major provider of natural gas to Europe and Southern Europe in particular, and that's one reason why Algeria matters. But they're very hesitant to let in a lot of foreign companies, um, foreign business. And, and that really ties into its history of being a French colony for so mm. long, a very violent war of independence from France some disastrous experiences with debt in the 1990s, and, and they really don't want to be dependent on anybody. So they're very hesitant to let in foreign businesses, but we're at a point where in 2020, they're going to have to let in more foreign investment, more foreign involvement in their economy, especially their energy sector. What are some of the security challenges that uh, Algeria is looking at in 2020? So, yeah, so Algeria, based on its location, it does suffer from jihadist militancy. But this is a massive country, and most of the problems that it has with jihadist militancy are in the southern area of the country that, that is uh, bordering and part of the Sahel, um, bordering Niger and Mauritania. So geography matters. Geography but... really matters with Algeria, because if you look at where Algerians actually live, they're all living along the coastline mm -hmm. up in the north. It's not to say that there aren't security challenges up there or that there haven't been instances of jihadist militancy or attacks in northern Algeria, where most Algerians actually live. But if you're looking at uh, Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb, which is very active in the Sahel region, um, Algerian forces have been fighting them for, for years, along with other forces of the neighboring countries, as well as French forces, that activity is all sort of in the, in the south. 
and in between the, the south and the north is a massive expanse of unoccupied desert. Now, there was, just in late November, the first Islamic State attack that Algeria has suffered in a southern city in Algeria, very close um, to the border with Mali. So we are watching to see, okay, is there a chance of any sort of Islamic State resurgence in Algeria? Probably not. It, it, this is, again, it's in the south, so it's probably part of the broader Sahel militancy issues that are shared by all these other neighboring countries. If I was a foreign business that was active in Algeria, if I was thinking about what to be worried about in 2020, I would be more concerned about the ongoing protest movement and the fact that they have been holding twice weekly, if not more, protests uh, since February of 2019. And many of them, even after this election, have said, we don't intend to go home. We think that this government is illegitimate. We want to keep uh, disrupting and demanding for actual political change. Um, and, and they're going to use their power of demonstrating in the streets in order to, to, to demand that change. And that's, that is causing business continuity issues and disruptions. I, I would be more concerned about that just in terms of the daily disruptions it could cause than I would be about jihadist militancy, especially because Algerian security forces are, are rather capable. They have a very capable military and intel intelligence service from your perspective. They do, and, and that's actually part of the political dimension of Algeria that's interesting. The military is a very fundamental part of a political system. Algeria is sort of governed by, and this is part of the reason why protesters and demonstrators are really upset about uh, the political elite remaining the way it always has been, um, even after Bouteflika stepped down. There's sort of this shadowy group of elite that sort of govern Algeria, despite what people say and despite what they vote for, there's actually this group of elite that sort of make the decisions behind the scenes. And the military is a huge part of that decision making. Emily, to help our uh, viewers and listeners uh, understand how we think and how we look at a country, mm -hmm. what is the one thing that you look at going forward that mm -hmm. would be that kind of tripwire over the next uh, year as you look at Algeria? I would be looking for uh, decisions that this government has to make with respect to foreign investment. Whether they're, they're going to let it in or whether not? Whether they're going to let it in or not. I'm going to be looking for decisions that the government makes in terms of economic reform. They have to keep some of the social benefits and subsidies that Algerians are dependent on. They have to keep them in place, especially because Algerians are so upset right now about the lack of political reform. They have to at least keep economic benefits in place despite the economy's need for some structural reforms because really the, the economy long term doesn't look like it's in good shape right now in Algeria. So there are a lot of economic decisions this government could make that could really set off public anger. Another thing I would watch is just the cadence, the size, the density of protests in the capital of Algeria, Algiers, uh, as well as other surrounding cities to determine are we reaching a point over the next coming weeks, months, where some of the security forces and the military behind them think this is the time that we're going to have to crack down on some of these demonstrations because they're really disrupting our ability to just get the show on the road, consolidate a new government, and move on. So there's this tug of war between what people want in terms of change and what the government's actually willing to do in terms of change. And the government is the more powerful actor, but we've never quite seen a protest movement emboldened like this in Algeria. So that's why 2020 is a, is a really important year to see. Uh, it's sort of a game of chicken between both sides to see what they're willing to accept and what they're not willing to accept. Well, thank you, Emily. Thank you. For those of you who would like more on Emily's thoughts on Algeria or the region, uh, please visit uh, our website, stratford.com slash subscribe. And I'm Fred Burton. And I'm Emily Hawthorne. Thank you. Mm -hmm.